0: Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Stark Reality. The topic of today is going to be the runner's heart space. Okay, so the thing that both the chaser and the runner have to do, regardless of lessons, regardless of, you know, life experiences, regardless of anything else, is they have to connect with their heart space. The chaser, which is me, they do it first because we pave the path for the runners. We don't do the work for them but we pave the path. Basically, it's like an example and they can pick up on that energetically because this journey is energetic. This journey is about connecting with your heart space because as twins, one of our jobs, now every set of twins has a different mission, but across the board, being a twin is showing people how to live from their heart space, not from their head, from their heart space. What do I mean by that? from their intuition, from their soul. Your heart space is your soul. We need to get to that point where we live solely from our heart space, from our intuition, from our soul's perspective, from our higher selves perspective. It's difficult. It's difficult for the chaser. It's difficult for the runner. But this is what we have to do. Now, the matrix twin is called the matrix twin for a reason. They're the 3D twin. They're the one that is kind of stuck in the three-dimensional world. And it takes them... A little bit more time to kind of get out of it, even if they've got a spirituality aspect. Their entire life has been in the 3D. So they need to jump out of that. The 3D is the headspace. It's logic. It's not the heart space. They need to jump out of that into their heart space. This is going to take time. This is what all the triggers lead up to. This is what all the lessons lead up to. Connecting with their heart space. Now, How does your runner twin get into their heart space and out of their head? Very, very simple. Very, very, well, I'm not going to say easy because it's not easy, but it's up to the chaser because whatever we do triggers them into doing whatever they need to do. Like I said, we pave the way for them. So how do they get into their heart space? When we surrender, they have no choice but to move into their heart space. I'm going to say that again. When the chaser surrenders, that is when the runner has no choice but to step into their heart space. How do we reach surrender stage? Now, if you Google uh, twin flame, how do I surrender? Am I at the surrender stage? Okay. If you're Googling how do I surrender? Am I at the surrender stage? You're not at the surrender stage. Let me just put that forth right now. You're going to read a lot of crap about, just stop focusing on them. Just stop following their social media. Just focus on yourself. Just don't think about them. No. The surrender stage is nothing that you can consciously control. You only reach the surrender stage when you have healed enough of your crap, enough of your trauma, enough of your past lives, enough of your stuff, and then you automatically get to the surrender stage. It's not consciously done. You can put all those provisions in place. You can get off their social media. You can focus on yourself. That that will help, but it is not a guide to this is how you surrender, you do this, because people do it. People go, oh, I've done this and I've done it for six months. I've looked at my twin social media for six months and I've done this and I focus on myself. Why am I not at the surrender stage? Because it's not about that. It's about, have you cleared enough of your triggers? Have you learned enough of your lessons? Have you healed enough of your traumas? Have you healed enough of your wounds? You automatically reach that surrender stage. It's not controllable consciously. And when you reach this surrender stage, you will know. You will know. You don't have to Google it. You will just know because it's a different energy that you sit in. It's a different energy that you're putting out, especially to your twin. You know what it feels like? You sit there and you go, you know what? I'm not going to chase you anymore. I'm not doing it. Because whether we know it or not, we kind of off and on chase our twins, whether it's severe, whether it's not, whether it's, oh, my fi- my twin feels depressed. And then you go in and you help them, right? Because you don't want them to feel pain because as the runner, uh, sorry, as the chaser, you love them and you don't want them to, to feel pain or anything like that. So when they feel depressed and you go in, you send them love and, you, you help them out of, you know, the holes that they've got themselves in. You, you, you save them. You constantly go in and save them. That is a form of chasing. Because what that does is that doesn't teach them how to do it themselves. We have to let them sit in their shit. I know it's crap because we feel it, but we have to let them save themselves. They need to sink in order to learn how to swim. And when you reach the surrender stage, they feel it. They may not consciously know it, but they feel a change in your energy. Think about this analogy. A restaurant. You're at a restaurant and your twin is sitting at a table and you're the waiter. And your twin is ordering off the menu. And you keep bringing them what they want. They go, I'll have this, 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 and this. I'll have, you know, emotional stability. I'll have this, this, and this. And you keep bringing them whatever they want. What happens when you don't? What happens where they keep ordering off the menu and you just don't bring them what they want. They get very uncomfortable. They get scared. They get anxious. They get fearful. They get panicked. They feel all that emotion because they're thinking, but but they always bring me what I want. This is not conscious. Okay. I'm not trying to make runner twins out to be narcissists. This is not conscious. This is energetically. And they'll be like, but I've, I've ordered, why, why aren't they bringing me my stuff? That is when you surrender. When you stop giving your twin everything, that doesn't mean you stop loving them. That just means you stop being at their beck and call energetically. And what does that do? What does that do when you stop giving them everything that they need? When you stop filling up their glass constantly? What that does is that forces them to do it themselves. It forces them to get up from the table, to walk over to the kitchen, to get their own food, to get their own emotional stability, to step into their own power. It teaches them to be independent on their own. Energetically, this is not about their babies or anything. It teaches them not to rely on you. It teaches them to rely on themselves. And it shows them that whatever you were giving them, they can give to themselves because they are you and you are them. And what that does when they actually get up from the table and start doing things for themselves, that is when they click into their heart space. Because, like I said, they have no choice. They have no choice but to stand up and to get their own stuff. And to fulfill themselves and you will know when your twin steps into their heart space you can feel it it is a mammoth energetic shift I felt it when my twin did it a few weeks ago I felt it they showed me and I I, I couldn't I couldn't be happier I could not be happier with my twins progress so what does it mean when they step into their heart space does that mean union no because exactly like when you did it, because like I said, we have to do things first. What happened when we stepped into our heart space? We stepped in, we stepped out, we stepped in, we stepped out. And it's like a, it's like a yo-yo. It's like a boomerang. We go in, we go out, we go in, we go out, because what we're doing is we're balancing the enemy, the enemies. We're balancing the energies. So an example of my twin, my twin stepped into her heart space. Beautiful. But when something happens, when something triggers her, she steps out of it. So what they need to do is they need to, no matter what happens, no matter what the trigger is, no matter what the lesson is, they need to stay consistent in their heart space, no matter what happens. So at the moment, because my twin is new to being in her heart space, she's constantly jumping out then jumping back in. But that's okay because we did that. My guides even showed me. twin's heart space and my twin has subconsciously created uh, a room adjacent to her heart space so whenever she feels fear anxiety um insecurities about me or about the twin thing she goes into this room it's like a it's like a shoebox apartment she goes into this room she sits down she thinks about it she deals with it and then she hops back into her heart space and this is what the runners do they create safe spaces so when they feel afraid because they're not used to living through their heart space we we need to really understand that they are not used to this this is a mammoth achievement for them they are the 3D twin now it took us a lot of time to get into our, our heart space and to sit there it's going to take them a bit longer and we should applaud our twins for even sitting in there for five minutes because it's hard. They're not used to living from their heart space. They're used to being trodden over. They're used to being used. They're used to having their heart broken. Living in your heart space is the biggest vulnerability that on the planet, I think. So how do we keep our twins in their heart space once they've reached? There's nothing we can really do. It's it's up to them. Once we've surrendered and once we've gone, okay, it's up to you, you do this. Like I said, they will jump in and out of their heart space frequently. But the frequency will diminish where they'll spend more and more time in their heart space because you are their heart space. And when they want to look for you, all they need to do is connect with the connection, which is the heart space. So anytime The runner twin, once they've connected with their heart space, wants to connect with you, they go into their heart space. Can I say that enough? But that's what they do. So the frequency with which they jump out, then jump in, then jump out, then jump in is going to lessen and lessen and lessen. And they're going to spend more and more and more time. And what they need to get to is they need to stay in their heart space, like I previously said. They need to stay there. Once they stay there, and they stop jumping out. Once my twin has no need for the safe room that's adjacent to her heart space, the gloves are off. So, just recapping this episode when you want your runner to get into their heart space, which is where they need to be, they need to be in their heart space. They need to connect energetically with you, not three dimensionally, energetically. When you reach a vibrational frequency, of surrender. That is when you surrender, you have no control over this. It happens when it happens, when you've healed uh, a lot of your stuff. When that happens, it forces the runner energetically into their heart space. Once the runner gets into their heart space, they will jump in and out of it, but the frequency will get fewer and fewer and fewer until they sit in their heart space, until they get to the level that you're at. Until my twin knows when I go to sleep, when I wake up, all of my emotions throughout the day, until my twin gets to that level, which is the level that I'm at, which is the level that chasers get to before the runners, because we have to pave the way, we are the leader twin, until my twin reaches that level until all of the runner twins reach that level. Union can't take place. This to me is probably one of the last stops because in order for your twin to reach their heart space, they had to clear a lot of stuff. It is not easy for them to jump into their heart space. They have done a lot of work. So I know I've said this before in other podcasts, but please don't think your twin is not putting in the work. They are. Because once you feel them jump into their heart space, they have done so much work. They've done so much healing. It is so difficult for them to do this. But once they do it, once they're there, you will feel it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it helped understand where the runner comes from or where the runner is coming from and how the chaser helps them step into their heart space. And we just got to keep the faith, like to the chasers. Come on, we got to keep the faith. I know it's hard. I know it's hard, especially because we feel everything from them. And we're just sitting here like, oh my God, how much more could there be? How much more can there be? Like, honestly, every day I wake up, I'm like, fuck, there's more. (laughs) there's why is there more honestly it just it does my head in sometimes but we have to have faith that it'll happen and to have no doubt that our twin loves us because if we have a doubt then they'll have a doubt because it transfers through so hopefully that has helped you and thank you so much for listening stark reality is a balloon head productions presentation